have an episode. And it's the first like, kind of normal episode. Dude, I know. And I'm glad I, I'm, 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 it's nice to slip back in my fucking chair, mm. you know, and, mm. and talk to you. I'm yeah. ready. And uh, what shall we be talking about today? I, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting to it early because I'm, I'm excited about mine. Oh, are you now? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm talking to you about a little, a little softy, you know, a little <gasps> sweetie. Oh, uh, talking to you about daisies. Day tiptoe, right around now. Is that? <laughs> what is that fucking tiny Tim? Yeah, is there some? There's something about daisies in that, right? Yeah, something. Okay. I I feel like you know, if even if there's not, I feel like that word belongs in that song somewhere. I could also be thinking about don't eat the daisies. I was thinking about don't eat the daisies every single time I was writing anything for my notes. <laughs> don't eat the, the daisies, please. I am talking about onion. Not the a perfect companion to uh, yeah. follow up to garlic, because we made the joke about like next we'll just talk about onion, and Hell someone yeah. on Facebook was like, "I would actually love to see a segment on onion." So we're getting into onion, dude. That's badass, dude. Very uh, very natural kind of uh, like food plant, you know, kind of like earth based episode we got going on here. Onions and daisies. Enjoying it. I also watched Holes for the first time. Dude, why is Holes coming up in every conversation we're having for the past several weeks? Uh, the weird thing is, I watched it only for the first time, like, two or three days ago. Because I mentioned it, I mentioned it yesterday when we recorded the bonus episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that has not yet come out. Uh, but I just watched it for the first time. But I read the book, you know. and They're about the same. They're the, so similar. Yeah. What was my point? Oh, I was just thinking of onions when, you know, he's up there and he just yanks that onion out of the ground and, and he's just it. like munching on it. Yeah. yeah. Don't drink that water that is stagnant water. Oh, I know. That's just like sitting there. You yeah. Know? Like I, I that book saved my ass one time. <gasps> so I I was always like a super like super intense reader. And I don't really know how. Oh, oh, yeah, I was, well, part of the problem was I always wanted to read the books that weren't assigned to me. I wanted to read the books Mm -hmm. I wanted to fucking read, you know? And so I remember we were assigned Holes uh, at some point, which is a pretty common book in schools, like in, like, you know, fifth, sixth grade, grade, kind of, yeah. And I didn't read it. I just didn't fucking read it. And I had, I didn't read it. And so I had seen the movie, though, by that point. I think that's why I didn't want to read it. I was like, man, I've already yeah. seen like, the fucking movie, you know. And I passed the the test. Like, the you know, the test you had to take for points. Like, it added oh, up yeah. your book points. You know, like, reading counts and AR and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I passed it, bro. <laughs> and it saved my ass. But I did read the book later, and it was really, really good. But I think I did. It. Yeah, I really, I remember really, really enjoying the, the book. Uh, of course, I was, you know in sixth grade at the time so take that for what you will but i remember doing that a couple of times watching the movie and then just like praying that i could get i could squeeze a couple of ar points Mm -hmm. out of it Mm -hmm. and i Mm -hmm. I think i did that with lord of the rings because i did read lord of the rings and i ended up reading the second two before seeing the movies but with the first one i had seen it so many times and i was still halfway through the books i was like i think i got this and i got like 28 points i I, I want to say I, I don't know if I did it for Lord of the Rings, but I, I did the same thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. sometimes when you're in a, like, uh, you just want to rack up them points, man. You know? Yeah. I needed those, you know, eraser covers that you could have gotten at dollar store. Yeah. 
exactly. literally no money. <laughs> Were you ever like the kid that would like steal from the AR book fair? No, never. I wasn't either. I knew people who would, though. They would get jazzed because they would like just like pocket a piece of candy or something. No. And I always wanted to, but I felt too bad. I was like, no, this is reading. This is serious. See, I don't even think I would. I, I was so fucking lawful as a kid. I don't even think that I would have thought about it. It wouldn't have Maybe, even crossed my mind. <laughs> You're like a lawful neutral or a lawful good. See, I, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, and I feel like we've classified each other before. I know I'm in the lawful tier. I know yeah. that it it bums me out, but I know it's true. But I I don't I, I don't know if I'm good or neutral. I wonder sometimes, you know, I think because that you're it's probably. Like, you're probably good, uh, lawful, good, uh, lawful neutral, I believe. Yeah, because I am one of those where it's like, I'll help you like if you want to be helped, but I'm not going to yeah. like bend over backwards. But you know, it's kind of like, I'll do that for you. But if I help you, I'll help you a lot. But, but if you don't want me to help you, fuck off. I mean, the thing is, just because you're neutral doesn't mean 99.9% of it can't be good. It just means every yeah. once in a while, I might deviate from that good. I need that. I feel like I need that flexibility because if I was just stuck in lawful good and had to be good all of the time and I could never just be like, you know what? No, I, I think that I would I would not. I got to be able to tell people no. If, you know, if I can't do that, I'm going to explode. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I, I could see you getting fed up enough to be like, look, I don't want to curse you, curse you, but I want to like make your nose itchy all day. You know, yeah, something like yeah. that. Get gray. I'll I'll get gray. See, yeah, and that's what I feel like is the and gray is just another word for neutral. I I like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I feel better about being neutral now. I don't feel like such an asshole because I feel like I'm an asshole. Oh, I'm one hundred percent neutral. I feel like I'm Mm. just chaotic neutral, and I enjoy it. You are definitely chaotic neutral. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It fits like a glove. Neutral team. We need to get t-shirts. Hashtag team neutral. We are on the fence. (laughs) Don't try to pin us down. (laughs) Non-committal. Dumb. But before we go a second further, we need to dedicate this episode to our Patreon. This is to Pamela B. Pamela B. Pamela I like the name Pamela. Pamela B. Hush, hush. Oh, keep God. it down now. Pamela B. Hush. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Hush, hush. Keep it down now, Pamela B. Pamela B. <laughs> Oh my god, dude, you get, you get, finally, you get your shout out, because there's like a backlog, you know, so we finally get around to your name, and we're like, hey, hey, hush, hush. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, Lord. Hey. Oh, man. And and one more thing before we kick down the doors, I just want to say something really funny happened over on our Facebook community page, group, tab, question mark. Mm -hmm. Uh. So somebody started up a conversation about using more powerful, like what to use in smoke cleansing that doesn't feel like it just obliterates everything. Like you still want to get some of the good dudes, you know, you still want to maybe attract the good things or whatever, right? And just looking for recommendations. And they referred to them as stanky assholes. I like like, that. 
stanky getting rid assholes getting rid of the stanky assholes so then in the comments people started saying uh well i never use this because this reason but i use this a lot but if i really need to get rid of a stanky asshole like they just adopted it was adopted immediately everybody knows what it means stanky asshole and the thing is i came on and i had a notification and it was like facebook has automatically turned off commenting for this for hate speech and hateful content because everybody was calling each other a stanky because <laughs> stanky asshole was getting thrown around that of course happened in our coven page i know, I know. <laughs> not even a problem i know I turned the commenting back on, and the first thing I said was like, guys, I need y'all to know what just happened. Oh my god, that reminds me of like, Facebook thinking that that's like a fight reminds me of the whole poopy bitch conversation. Yes! <laughs> Which, yeah. did we tell that on here? I don't think we, we should. told that. Yeah. We should. Um, Go for it. Well, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna condense it very, very quickly, but my... Uh, Barely just a, a teenager nephew was telling us a story about how he heard some nine-year-old, like, calling another nine-year-old a poopy bitch. And I think that that's so fucking funny. And I, I can't think of it now without thinking about Hunter. And he's like, you know, I think, like, the poopy part might be more offensive because, like, bitch, you're you're nine. What do you know about bitch? <laughs> yeah, what is he talking was like, dude, when you were nine years old, you swore worse than I do now. Like, what do you mean? What do you know about bitch? What do you know about bitch? Uh, oh, my God. Yes. He, dude, he had, I don't know if I told you this, but it cracked me up. For the first couple days that we were there and the moment that he did it. So we were like in Houston, right? Mm. We were like in Houston. We we're almost there. And I had to pee, of course. And the problem is with Houston is that you have, if you have to get off the highway in Houston, you can't get back on the highway for like yeah. 40 years. Oh, yeah. And so get off the highway and we need to get back on. And but like we were on one of like the little fucking roads that you just the lights are you're just on a road with lights forever and we needed to turn left and the arrow for this light was so short it was like so <laughs> short like it literally went like green and then immediately went yellow and and i can't even replicate how he said it but it was just all of this weird out of nowhere sass that comes from driving in a car for a really yeah. long time yeah yeah but not loud he just went eat shit and just turned left <laughs> And I love the phrase eat shit. I haven't heard it in a long time. Just eat shit. And that was it (laughs) flatly. And it just killed me. And it killed me for a long time. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Eat shit is one of those phrases that you don't think about that often. And you you do. You're like, we need to bring that back. It's effective. When you like say that to someone, it's like. uh, Eat shit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Was it Shooter? Shooter McGavin? You little pieces of shit for breakfast. Uh, does that ring in any bells? <laughs> shooter written. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, it does. Okay, from uh, fucking yeah. uh, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. No. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. And mm. good, uh, but my brain immediately went to Jay Bilzerian because he was like eats <laughs> little pieces of shit, and so it's like that's where I went. So I was like, his name isn't Shooter McGavin, but I remember then who Shooter McGavin was. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad I got to join you on the journey. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm back in. I'm here. Yeah, this is our first normal episode in a while. So, I mean, I feel like the last few have been very 
chitty chatty, so we're going to have to rein it in, I think. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to work. Macy, you go first. Oh, do I? Okay. You do. Downy the daisy. Daisy, daisy crockett. Oh, just a dollop of daisy. Oh, that's a cheap one. I knocked up your mom with a dollop. Okay. A dollop of daisy. I had a boyfriend like in high school say that one time just as an offhanded like comment. He would always like make these awful sub-in lyrics for songs and Mm -hmm, two of them mm -hmm. stuck with me. It's daisy, dollop of daisy, I knocked up your mom with a dollop. And then the other one is... um. Your mom, oh, what is it? Oh, shit. Hold on, now I'm on the spot. Uh, I have one from Deborah, and it's And How the Reindeer Spermed Him, and I think about it all the time. Oh, and it was so funny, because I was in the back of the car. How old were, this was from years and years and years ago. Yeah. I was old enough that when I heard her say that, I continued to pretend to be asleep, because I didn't want to, like, have that awkward encounter. She didn't give a shit. No, she didn't care. But it was Christmas. We were driving to your place and grandma's place and all y'all's places for Christmas. And mom was just singing a song. She's then how the reindeer spermed him. And dad, I mean, it was Deborah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. course. Uh, Oh, my. Okay. Your mother embezzles from sperm banks. Na 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 na. That's okay, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad we can go into this, and you have the mental relief of solving that puzzle. Because if I didn't, I would have sat here and tapped my foot the whole time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know that relief. It is sweet. Bellis, Perinus. Ooh. Also known as uh, the common daisy. Cute. The lawn daisy. C- cuter. The English daisy. Sweet. Bruisewort. okay sure Uh uh-huh fucking uh wound wart okay and uh i'm missing my other uh give me one hot second i'm missing my favorite one here it's down here further in my notes i guess i guess give me i'm gonna give it like 15 more seconds before I, i give up take all the time you need we can just cut this part out dude Magic at editing, we get to seem like we immediately know shit. It's very true. We're 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 brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> well. Oh, duh, I found it. Okay. So uh <laughs> like exactly where I was at the beginning of all of this. So uh another name for it, my personal favorite. So you know you have these cute ones. You have like English Daisy, Common Daisy. It goes a little off the rails with like bruised wart, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But it it you tie it all together with the nice bow of bone flower, which oh, I'm a fan of. I, that I think is cool. it's both cool and silly. Um, yeah. But we'll get to <laughs> why it's called that uh, later. So it belongs in the family Asteraceae, which we oh. talk about all the time, every day, all the time. And uh, I just I'm mainly so I'm really focusing on like Bellis perennis, which is this common English daisy. There are other kinds of daisies. Uh, so but I just want to be clear, I'm pretty much talking about this one. Because uh, like, there's some differences like for like some like, uh, I believe oxide daisies. I think that's like they, um, they can be toxic in certain doses and whatnot. Well, like this daisy's safe you know so it's like, i just want to be clear i'm talking about bellus perennis common daisy okay uh don't just grab a handful of what you think is daisy yeah, and you know it. looks like a daisy yeah. yeah so these guys well being they're so stout like they are hardy 
as hell. And almost to a degree that's comical to me. Um, like, they don't need fucking, like, that good a soil. They can be in sun. They can be in shade. They don't need that much water. They really don't need any special attention at all. Uh, I mean, period. they grow up through concrete. Yeah, they're they're strong dudes. Uh, and, of course, like, in the in America and other places, but, like, the U.S., and it's really seen as a weed. Uh, and they can take over. But pollinators do love them. Uh, and... You know they're 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 pretty helpful. So there's they're not just like a, a like trash plant. So they are heliotropic, uh, which means that their little cute faces follow the sun uh, as it passes. Uh, which I didn't know that was the term for that. Well, Found that out I today. Either. Yeah. So like sunflowers do, like their their faces follow the sun. I uh, love the time lapses. Oh, it's like, so cool. Just looking across the sky. Yeah. It's cool. They just look very sweet when they There's, do it. Mm, mm. Kind of like a little too big for the bridges. A little so. haughty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> arrogant ass flowers. It's fucking heliotropic. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? A stanky asshole? A <laughs> stanky butt. Stanky asshole. Yeah. God. Oh. Um, <laughs> so full content. Stupid. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, so uh, daisies also on top of not needing like anything from you uh, to grow and be fine. Uh, they don't really get bothered by insects either. Like they mm. just don't have an issue really with insects. So. They're, like, not going anywhere. And, like, if they find a nice little meadow, they're going to claim that meadow. Like, mm. they're going to – they want to own that meadow. So uh, the common daisy uh, is not native to the United States. But they found their way here. And as previously mentioned, uh, they, they've proven themselves as a pretty, in some cases, useful ground cover. So there is some intentional use uh, with them. So once they become established – uh, in a place and kind of naturalized, they can kind of start pushing out uh, noxious weeds, or, which are like weeds that could be harmful to ecosystems or certain crops or livestock or things like that. So daisies can huh. kind of push that out and kind of, you know, stifle it just with their daisiness, uh, which is less bad uh, than the weeds they are crowding out. So the name daisy is considered a corruption of day's eye uh and that's not only do they follow the sun but their little petals cover their faces at night and so they close uh at nighttime and so you know they open again why is that gross i don't know because i'm i'm just imagining again a time lapse and just a a flower doing something as sentient as like breathe it breathing blinking and following the sun it's it's wears me out it's cute don't get me wrong it's also Mm. fucking gross to me okay gross (laughs) (laughs) such a strong word (laughs) ew it's like when you send me rope a dope Rope-a-dope. It's gross. So, uh, in 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 medieval in medieval times, so there's got another name for it. So, Bellus Perennis, English daisy, it was also known as Mary's rose. Don't know why. Who's Mary? Yeah, who's Mary, and why is it her rose? And it's not a rose. Hmm. For the person in your life who doesn't quite deserve a real rose. Yeah, yeah. You can give her give her, give her Mary's rose. She doesn't need it. 
<laughs> I also feel like you could just like that could be a term for like a harlot. You know, oh, oh, she's a real Mary's rose. Mary's rose. Mm. 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 So, uh, refer now to our disclaimer that we're actually idiots uh, because it seems that the common daisy is edible. So, um, you know, again, figure this out for yourselves. But from what I can see, it seems this daisy in particular is fine. Hmm. Now, keep in mind, this daisy looks like a lot of other daisies. <laughs> so, you know. Um, and so you can eat uh, the leaves in salads when they're still young. So they get kind of bitter uh, as they get older and as the plant ages. Uh, for that reason, they're kind of uh, called like a like a pot herb. Uh, so you can you cook the greens kind of like how you would cook like mustard greens or, you know, yeah. things like that, which I love. Oh, yeah. uh, so their petals or their leaves uh, cook a little bit less bitter like that. That's just kind of maybe a more suggested way to cook them. But you can put them in salads or on sandwiches if you're into that. Uh, so I, I saw like uh, something that was really interesting. This was on eatweeds.co.uk. And they were saying, so you can harvest the little heads of the flower before it's open. So when they're still just like the little nubbins, you know, and they've not opened, you can clip those off and pretty much like pickle them in vinegar. And it's like a substitute for capers. So they like make little daisy capers, which I think is really cool. I love capers. I love capers. And so you'd have little flower daisy capers. And I think that's sweet. The flower heads when they're open can be used to like decorate dishes uh, and things like that, which also sounds really sweet. Like you can use the heads as well in teas. I will get to some of like the benefits to that here in a little bit. Um, So this plant was recognized as a medicinal herb a really long time ago. There is one writing and I I loved this and I just, I, I love the way that people used to write about medicine and just the weird beliefs that people had that things for no reason for no reason it's like what do you what like for instance this was uh uh in the 15th century i believe uh the flemish herbalist and it's robert dodens uh he wrote this Daisies boiled in water, either the whole plant or just the flowers, and especially the small or wild species, are good for fever, heating up the liver and all internal organs. Okay. The same herb in food or soup stimulates the movement of the bowels. What does heating up the liver mean? We've come across this several times, like in these old texts where they talk about heating up some organ. I I don't... I don't know. I don't and how get can it. you tell if you've got a hot liver? Yeah. Like, I, it just kills me. It's like, who wrote that for the first time and who ran with it the next time? Like, it you just know, stayed. You know, I think this makes your liver hot. Yeah, it's going to heat up. It's going to warm up your liver. Your liver. liver's a bit tepid at the moment. <laughs> yeah, you just eat a bunch of daisies and wherever you kind of feel warmness in your body, you're like, I yeah. think that's my spleen. That's it. Warms my up spleen's my- warm. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> So uh, William Turner, who was an English naturalist, he would call it banwort uh, because it helpeth bones to knit again. And knit Mm. is spelled K-N-Y-T and again has an E at the end. That's not Uh, correct. I love it. It's like very ye olde English. Hmm. Was this before or after he went looking for the black pearl? Will Turner. (laughs) I missed that completely. Hmm. Um, 
Oh my God. So, uh, but, 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 but I, so I couldn't find any validity to it, uh, like growing bones back together. Uh, there is some validity with like uh, wound knitting, you know, like, but I, I don't know about how it would do that with the bones. But it is an anti inflammatory flower uh, and it's an, ana- or an antiseptic and, or no, an astringent, sorry. And it has a notable amount of vitamin C in it. And so there's a whole bunch of like medical benefits coming after just here in a minute. And I feel like a lot of them can be explained by that. So back in like the 15th century and centuries afterward and before, like people didn't eat a a whole bunch of like leafy greens or like vitamin C containing things. Scurvy was pretty decently common. And just if you're so the thing is is that this pretty notable dose of vitamin C that be, can that can be consumed by just drinking daisy heads could make you feel great. You know, it's like, so I can understand why they could see that it had, I have no, this is just pure speculation on my part. Oh no. Yeah. That I can see that like drinking, you know, they see that it is being all helps all of these different things because you're getting a dose of vitamin C. Like you're getting something that you're super needing in your body, you know, and you're going to feel great from it. Yeah. The first time you get vitamin C in like a month. (laughs) Yeah. You're just like, yeah, man. So you'd feel kind of peppy. Uh, And so I wonder uh, about that. Uh, That makes total sense. In Irish folk medicine, uh, it was used for tuberculosis, coughs, headaches, colds, uh, liver complaints, again, um, skin problems, uh, kind of every a little bit of everything. I saw that this this is interesting. It can be made uh, into a lotion for weak eyes. Pause. I have several questions. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. All right. Continue. Um, I can't answer any of them. No. Nope. So the use of daisies, especially this daisy, it traces all the way back a long time, like ancient Rome and Egypt. Uh, and in Egypt, there are depictions of what looks like them, like cultivating daisies uh, or daisies being depicted. So there's belief that like, yeah, they had them then and were using them then. The Romans observed how the plant's eye, like the little petals would close at night. And so then they were like, all right, this is for eye issues, obviously. So they would uh, use it. And so they would like take it uh, and use it for that. I don't really know how that worked but like they would also like use daisies and like daisy oil like oil that they would extract from them i'm not sure how to soak uh bandages in for wounds which actually makes a lot of sense because it isn't astringent you know and this helps draw tissues together and like help wounds knit so it's like they were kind of they were onto something with that one yeah well i mean you throw everything at the wall something's gonna stick something's gonna work you know and so like i read they they would just like bring bags of daisies to battle like to battlefields and use them cool that that's my job i if i ever go to war i want to be the flower girl (laughs) yeah you just carry those sacks of flowers Hmm. uh and this was a nice little uh tidbit that i found uh it was believed that daisies if you here's the thing so if you this is i guess a, a surefire cure uh, so you 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 get a bunch, you get some daisies, okay, and you crush them into some some wine, okay, and you you drink this wine for fifteen days. Oh, daisy wine, and you're completely cured of insanity. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, game set match, dude. Insanity stands no chance. 
<laughs> and no <laughs> actual condition, just insanity. It's Whatever. Fucking- Daisies eliminate insanity. Insanity. Huh. Uh-huh. In a so, time where insanity was literally anything. Uh, yeah, sure. reading a book. Uh, yeah. Anything. Sure. S- so what, what's interesting about daisies, I didn't know this. So they are composite flowers. Uh, that means that they are actually consisting of two flowers that combine into one. So the intersection is called a disc floret, and the outer petal section is called a ray floret. So they work together, uh, and they kind of make, they fuse to make the image of a daisy, but it's two flowers. And this kind of leads into the daisy's rep into, like, true love and Aww. harmony. And it's very love, sweet flower. Cute. Uh, in the Victorian language of flowers... Uh, the English daisy, it symbolized innocence, uh, hmm. purity, oh. uh, paired with primroses often, uh, and that the two together even more, uh, a common uh, symbol or use in the language of flowers for daisies was for children, and especially in pairing it with primroses. Uh, and it symbolized like motherly love. And for that reason, uh, and apparently it still is a pretty common thing that you gift a new mother daisies. Uh, It just kind of goes back to then, like, they were just kind of that symbol of, like, pure innocence of a child Hmm. and, like, new life and purity and pure spirits and all of that. Oh, when the world hasn't wrecked you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're too brand new to know yet. You you haven't discovered, oh, shit, I'm living in the Victorian area. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm fucked. I'm screwed. So... Uh, they were, you know, again, the symbolizing of purity, uh, and they would often be gifted to children as well, like a gift for like a young girl, you know, mm. you can give her daisies. Uh, and that was from treesymbolism.com. So the tie to children with daisies is really, really strong. I found like there's, uh, an old Celtic legend that, um, you know, like, Daisies would be sprinkled on the ground, you know, at the place where a young infant like died or died in childbirth to like help the parents grieve, you know, like Mm -hmm. they would wake up and then see like a yard of of daisies, you know. So let's let's roll into the the metaphors here. Uh, So the daisy is it's really tied to the sun, which makes sense. Uh, not only does it look like a little sun, it follows the sun. And when the sun goes away, it fucks off and just shuts itself up. So, I mean, it's like super into the sun. So with that comes like the energy of like positive energy and warmth. And, you know, it's very happy. It's a happy mm. flower. Uh, and and so daisies, they can be used in magic of like sweet love. You know, this isn't this isn't a little horny. Like that's okay. not what daisy's yeah. about, you know. Yeah. Uh, innocent love yeah you know or just you know good like nice companionship you know Mm. like that good just sweet existence good friends yeah and you know it it kind of makes sense too because i mean it traces back to forever because like what are the he loves me he loves me not games other than like divination like floromancy so it's like there is like a real tie to love and and daisies you know because that's like the typical like one that you always did you know like little daisy petals and you pluck them off one by one and there are like so many of those little chants i found so many of different things of like you know like i'm gonna marry like a doctor lawyer chief cobbler and you like whatever and you let go around and there was like a whole bunch you know or like you can close your eyes and grab wildly at daisies and however many you grab is how many years it's gonna take you to get married oh, like shit. it's all about marriage like <laughs> of course <laughs> pretty yeah much. yeah uh-huh 
And so, uh, but there was like a bunch of them and I was, it was, I was reading them and it was just really, really interesting. Uh, so daisy chains, in my opinion, are magical as hell. Like, I mean, and especially, so like they kind of, one of the things I saw, they're a really good offering. They're a good offering for uh, deities such as Venus. Daisies are tied to Venus. So like make a mm. daisy chain, you know, mm. and, uh, you know, it's also a good festive way to celebrate spring and summer, to honor spring and summer. That's when daisies are out and about and blooming. Uh, and I, I do think that they're they're powerful in, in chain form. I mean, it's essentially not magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, which you covered way back, dude. And I, I was like scrolled back and I was like, man, how long? Episode 42. Whoa. And uh, it was in uh, like August 2019, dude. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. 2019. So we, we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know. Uh, and, you know, so when you're like crafting a daisy chain, especially doing it now, like as a witch with intention, mm. uh, you're creating a not spell like you can actively do this, you know, and as you weave the flowers together, you know, you can mentally or audibly just kind of chant, you know, the or speak the reason or the purpose of the knots that you are making or the chain that you're making and the spell grows. And, you know, once it's made, these can be worn from, you know, or you can hang it somewhere wherever it's needed. uh, And that will just kind of radiate from that knot magic, uh, little daisy chain that you made. Beautiful. Uh, I love it. I want to make one. You know, like I haven't made a little flower chain in a long time. I don't even I don't even know if you gave me flower, if I could remember how to do it. I don't know. I I don't know. I would probably just wind up tying them in knots. I just feel so bad now picking flowers. Really? Yeah, Yeah, I, I do. And I just feel so bad about it because like I know that flower is serving a purpose, you know, and it's like I know that if I pick one, it's not a big deal. Like it's OK, yeah. but I'm always just like. But I'm just going to pick it just so it'll die. And then I just talk myself out of picking a flower immediately before I even pick one. <laughs> I do that with the flowers around our house. Like we'll have bulbs, like really pretty, yeah. colorful bulbs. And they're only going to bloom for like a couple of weeks. And I would love to cut them and bring them inside and just have that, you know, because I, I, I don't see them that much. Because yeah. when am I outside except when I'm leaving or coming home? And it's like I, I can't do it. I can't no. do it. I feel bad. I'm like, I grew you. I can't just murder you. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it didn't kill it. the plant, I'm just like, oh, look at this beautiful progress you made. Let me axe it. And I just yeah. feel super bad about it. <laughs> like deep down in the earth, the bulb or like roots or whatever is like, that ass. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> well, I'm not going to grow here no more ever. Yeah. You know, so I, I can't do it. I did. My irises bloomed this year and I did. I looked up at them and I was like, well, I can't, <laughs> but you're gorgeous. Thanks. <laughs> So daisies, they have like a pretty feminine energy. Uh, They bring in like sweet, cheerful, and I'll say maiden energy, perhaps, you know, and that's not just to say like, but like that younger kind of, uh, you know, wondrous type of sweet maiden energy is kind of what's around them. Who was the maiden that was a real bitch? Remember we did a, we did a Sabbath. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, The maiden was like really picking on the the crone yeah she's like you know i'm young now yeah you old, old bitch, bitch. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't remember it was very condescending mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so <laughs> i forgot about that um 
So you can you can plant daisies uh, in pots or flower boxes around the home if you don't want them to like spread wildly. Uh, and that is just kind of inviting the playful kind of energy around. Uh, and to compound on that, I would say you could add them to your floor wash brew. Like if you're if you're doing a floor wash to like just bring in positivity and just lighten up the mood and just kind of not take things so seriously, mm-hmm. like adding little daisy heads into because like and I think you do the same. Like when I do a floor wash, I just boil a bunch of herbs and shit on a pot on the stove for a while. And like, that's the base of yeah. my wash. Yeah. So you can just add your little daisy heads to that and let them brighten it up and, you know, just kind of add their their essence to it to kind of just like lighten your home up. What I like about daisies and like what I think they just kind of, they get put on the back burner a lot. Uh, but they're, oh, they're like old faithful. Like they've been around for like 4,000 years on record that humans have been dealing with daisies. And while we kind of do see them as like simple or lowly or like, you know, just these kind of like things that kids play with because children still do that today, which I think is a really interesting link. Mm -hmm. You know, like children Mm -hmm. today still do what children hundreds of years ago did. And it's like, you don't even always have to, it's just, it's stayed. And it's such an interesting tradition. While so many get lost, that one stays. And you know, when you're on a playground as a kid, yeah, you can pluck the petals off and do, you know, the he loves me he lo- or whatever you want to make up and do. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like it, that stays. And I don't know. I just, I, I, I like them a lot. Like, I, I think they're complex little flowers and I think they have a good amount of power to them, but they're not boastful about it. You know, they're, yeah. they're very delicate mm-hmm. about it, but they're hardy, you know, so there's, there's a good balance there. Like, it, it, they're not like, um, Oh, like fucking like gardenias, you know, to where there is like the sweet, soft power, but also it's a very delicate plant, especially in the early days. It's like daisies don't give a shit. They're going to grow anywhere and they'll still be just as wonderful and delicate and positive. And they're they're okay with that. They seem like they don't mind being called a weed. They're like, okay. They don't. Sure. You know, whatever, whatever you want to, you know, it's like the I am rubber, you are glue thing. I feel like that's what they kind of come back with, you know, as they're swaying delicately. (laughs) It's the ultimate defense. LOL. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I don't know. I I just think we we take their hardiness for granted a little bit today. I mean, you know, we live in the modern era to where we have things that we need, you know, pretty much instantly. Uh, But back in the day, this was a pretty medicinal little plant, you know, and it was useful. Uh, and I, it was highly regarded, or at least regarded far more than it is now, you know, and I think the daisy has been forgotten a little bit as to its history with us and its importance and love and appreciation that it used to have. But like, I know in the States, especially, it's a weed. I mean, yeah. like you can buy like the big, pretty special daisies from florists and whatnot. Like, you know, like there are like bouquet arranged daisies. Yeah. And that's weird. Yeah. There's like yeah. different breeds. Yeah. Um, but and I do love like I love a daisy style flower, mm-hmm. like like echinacea and daisies mm-hmm. and like like I, those are my favorite. And so I do. Yeah. I'm such a sucker, especially just classic white daisies with the yellow center, like the mm-hmm. sunny side up daisies. I just think they're so cute. And I always want to sit like on the middle part. It looks like it'd be a nice little a little tough tuffet. Oh, yeah, yeah, a tuffet. <laughs> 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 so I am um, so yeah pretty much that's my that's my point with them I do like no pun intended I think they've been lost in the weeds in history oh. nobody cares no pun uh, intended really no pun intended I you didn't intended mean it a little bit I didn't mean you it at all a little bit I, I didn't mean it 
Sorry. Well, and <laughs> but I, I'm excited because there are two, like I threw out some wildflower seeds because I have my, my lawn of weeds, you know, mm. in the back that I'm just, is a lawn of weeds. And this spring, there's daisies in it, like the big actual real daisies that are mm. coming up. And I just like threw some seeds out last year and none of them really did anything. But this year they're like coming up. Oh, um, Nice. Wouldn't that be nice just to have a whole yard of just like wildflowers? I am working on it so hard. It's what I want. I just have to keep Hunter from mowing it because in order to have that, it has to be like two feet tall. Yeah. yeah. And and for like two weeks in the summer, you're going to have a beautiful fucking lawn. Yeah. Macy, do you know what can impact our lives in less than ideal ways? I'm just going to go out on a whim here, and I'm going to guess mental health. The licensed professional counselors of BetterHelp are specialized in depression. Stress. Anxiety. Relationships. Sleeping. Grief. Trauma. Family conflicts. LGBT matters. Anger. Self-esteem. And more. More. But whether it's something a bit more, quote, simple or uh, a bit more of a niche or complicated issue, there are counselors ready to assist you since it's an online platform. Uh, they have a wide range of counselors for different topics that maybe you won't be able to find in your, your small town situation. When you connect to your professional therapist, it is in a safe and private online environment. So you don't have to wait in that dirty, nasty, gross, kind of smelly waiting room ever again. Terrible, terrible waiting room. And with your your counselor, uh, if you decide that maybe you're not jiving, whatnot, you can change at any time. It's not a big deal. They hook you up with a new one. And you can get to communicating with them however you want. And that can be texting, messaging, emailing, calling. Oh. So many options that you can get in touch with them at a frequency that you prefer. And uh, yeah, just kind of get chatting with a counselor that really gets you. And if you want 10% off your first month of BetterHelp, you can hop on over to BetterHelp.com slash which to get 10% off of your first month uh, of BetterHelp. So head on over there, fill out your questionnaire and get matched to a counselor today. Listen. I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> Hold on. I had residual giggles. I'm going to talk to you about the onion. Okay. Onion. Oh, you're frozen. You, your picture froze for half a second on the screen, but it, it was a very regal, like someone did a portrait of you. It was very nice. Hmm. Okay. Alum Keppa or Seppa. I don't know how the C is pronounced on this one. Uh, L. And that's the first time we've seen that, I think. What? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's Alum Kappa and then an, a capital L. And I think, I don't know much about this, but I think that denotes like a type. Okay, that was my question. Are we right. talking about onions as a whole, like chili peppers as a whole? Or is this like like purple onion? We're talking about, I guess it would be onion as a whole. However, it could be purple onion, red onion, sweet onion. We're not necessarily talking about those things that it's related to, like garlic, scallions, okay. stuff like that. It's just the the onion, uh, and I talk a little bit about the color, how you can use them, and then and then the the mundane differences between them. But the other the other ways, the AKAs, is just common onion and bulb onion. So bulb. pretty pretty simple. Onion itself, the word comes from the Latin unus. 
meaning one. Uh, and this is in reference to it has the one a fruit. It's got the one bulb. Okay. And one thing I want to point out here is everyone, every source, when they talk about how the onion grows, it grows to me out because they they uh, they need to use this word. It's like a compulsion for these people who write about onions. <laughs> They're like, as the bulb swells, swell. It, it, it gives me that same energy. Yeah. yeah Full yeah, yeah. breasts and a swelling onion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swelling. Swelling. Swells. Swells. And I'll be like, you know, and then as time goes on, the bulb be- begins to swell. It was never grow or expand. Even expand. Yeah. It was swell. And that swell. grosses me out. Anyhow, onions have been around since at least 500 BCE. Which is a long time, man. Uh, And when I say be around, I mean they have been cultivated, been used for some some reason or another by humans. So while the exact origin of, like, the first onions is unknown, it is speculated that it comes from the, uh, like, southwest to central part of uh, of Asia. Right off the bat, it was being used in a healing way and then also mundane uses such as cooking. Uh, But that wasn't like the only appeal of the onion. Like they didn't boom in popularity because they were like, hey, this heals you and it also tastes good and stuff. Like the main reason onion spread so quickly and got so popular was because it's it's easy to carry around. It stores forever. If you've ever bought onions and you Mm -hmm. just keep them in a dark place. Yeah, keep them dry. Yeah, they might like dry a little bit they might sprout like a new green you mm-hmm. know a new piece or whatever but they're like they're stored dude they're gonna be there for a long time like all winter pretty much um kind of like other root vegetables tubers things like that they lasted a very very long time in ancient egypt onions have been found to be a part of guess what the burial process oh great which is just getting more and more elaborate as time goes on. Yeah, there is a lot of ingredients a lot of, in that. Well, I, I remember learning about, like, way back when, when they just kind of briefly talked about it in, like, elementary school. I remember they were saying there were so many herbs and, like, flowers and different resins and substances involved in the embalming process back then. And it was actually pretty, it was, like, super advanced. But, like, also, you got to cover up smells and like yeah. try to preserve tissue and stuff. Yeah. So I feel yeah, like there's a lot going on. There's a lot happening. Um, but anyway, it was a part of the burial process. And this is from Wiki. They say, as evidenced by the onion traces that were found in the eye sockets of oh, Ramses the Fourth. Badass. That's cool, right? Yeah. It's fucking onion eyes. Yeah, man, onion eyes. <laughs> it's old onion eyes. Was it Ramses? What was it? Ramses the what? The fourth. So he's like, you could like break his name up, like Ramsey's onion eyes, eyes, the the fourth. fourth. (laughs) With like quotations around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ramsey's the onion fourth. (laughs) (laughs) Stank eyes. Okay. uh, (laughs) That's so dumb. Uh, However, it is not surprising considering in that culture uh, of ancient Egypt, Onions were held in a super high regard, particularly high regard. Uh, They were planted in every single garden. If you had a garden, you were putting onions in it. God damn it. And also the round shape to them and like the the inner rings. When you cut an onion, you get like the inner rings. It was very um, representative. It, It spoke to eternal life, which they found a lot of symbolism of eternal life and the afterlife. And anytime that anything kind of 
was reminiscent of that, it was very, it became very sacred to them. Mm. Um, writings around the time of 100 AD, even even before, uh, were found in Pompeii, uh, detailing Roman uses for onions, which included curing eye problems. So we're both helping people's eyeballs. We're both today. helping people's eyes, and the onions. I'm just putting this together. Were found in the eye sockets of Ramses. So. Uh, Huh, interesting. Maybe he had uh, an eye problem. Did he have an eye problem? They were like, this will fix you right up in the afterlife. Afterlife. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like to think that when you go to the afterlife, you get to just be cured of everything. Yeah, I would hope so. What if you didn't? I hope so. What if you just know. like go into the afterlife and you still have your like bum knee yeah. and yeah. shit, you know? I God still have crippling depression. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> God. Um... Oh my God! So they found ri- these writings that detailed Roman uses. Uh, so uh, the the way that they used onions was eye problems, mouth sores, and toothaches, which is something that comes up kind of again and again is this mouth oral health toothache mm. kind of thing, uh, and 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 even dysentery. Hey, you need it. Dysentery will fucking kill you dead. I mean, you. <laughs> we were playing the Oregon Trail card game that Macy has at the beach house, and Rustin. We're playing, and he, he goes to draw his very first card. And he was laughing because Lyra had never played before, so she's playing with it. And he's like, oh, I can't wait till somebody draws the you've died of dysentery card. He pulls it and immediately goes, I died. And he, <laughs> it's just, you've died of dysentery. You've died. <laughs> oh, we made it. We finally, we got there. Oh, yeah, we, we played it. It took six many times, tries to, to make we got, it. We made it all the way. Uh, when the first European settlers came over to America, they made sure to bring their beloved onions. But once they arrived, they were like, already onions everywhere. All over the place. There you go. Onions all over the floor. Uh, And in folk medicines from all over the world, all kinds of cultures, onions were cut or or still are uh, cut into half, halves and applied to cuts, skin abrasions, bites, infections, etc., Mm-hmm. Sometimes, um, this is called a scapegoat, where the onion would take the sickness or like take the hurt or take the thing from you. Mm-hmm. And it's now like in the onion. Uh, and then you would just toss the onion away. And I've heard of a lot of concepts similar to this in um, like Appalachian conjure mm-hmm. works and stuff like that is, is using that. So I don't know if scapegoat is a particular like a particular labeling of it, but that is the idea is this thing mm-hmm. would take something from you and then you could just trash that item. You're like, hey, it's gone now. Um, in some places where newborn babies were said to be like extra at risk for the evil eye, and this is still done today, uh, the skins of onions were burned to keep away anything evil, keep away any kind it of wants jealousy. It to take your baby. It wa- everything wants to take your baby. <laughs> and burning an onion, dude, Seems like it would hurt so bad to get in your eyes. Uh, you mean like the smoke? Yeah, dude. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I do know. One time we had to cr- we had to clean our grill with an, a half of an onion because mm-hmm. we lost our grill brush. Like, <laughs> yeah. We just could not find our grill brush anywhere. Yeah. I wound up finding it like three months later, like buried in leaves. <laughs> but like we couldn't find our grill brush. And so Hunter, he just had, he was like, oh, well. And he walked inside. And he cut an onion in half and stuck it to a pair of like big fork tong things. <laughs> and he just started scrubbing the grill with onion. And I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, you never heard of this? And I was like, no. I'm, what? 
Uh, you know, that's either, there's only two ways that could go. That is either one, a super popular thing that you just never happen to hear of, or it's a totally fake thing that he thinks is real because somebody like tricked him with it once. <laughs> like, he was so sure about it. And my point being, it smelled delicious. I, I, there it? was, there was no, like, it didn't really smoke that, but it did clean the grill. Mm. It was amazing. I, I, did it like infuse your meats with delicious onion? I don't remember, but it infused the air with it. It smelled so good. Like, I, I remember that. And it, I didn't love, get Bernie eyes. Love the smell of cooking onions. It's all you need, dude. Cooking onions. I'll get to more on that in a, in a momento. Mm. Oh, which, by the way, um, I don't know. I don't think I actually put it in here, but oh, I didn't because this is medical and I got nervous. I don't want people to like take this for fact. So refer to our disclaimer. However, apparently some people who are allergic to onions are only allergic to the raw versions and like something is cooked out of it. So then they can like, I can you like you can only have cooked. If you're allergic to onions, do not try that. Talk to doctors, all that. Uh, oh, don't speaking of allergies, I meant oh. to say I forgot in mine, but hopefully you're still here. Um, <laughs> if you have allergies to ragweed, uh, daisies might can aggravate your allergies. Like so, oh. like and con- like if you want to like consume them, maybe don't because they might make your allergies all fucky. That makes sense. Yeah. Also, I love the fact that you said if you're still here, like, <laughs> like if you love, didn't just go I, drink daisies and die. I love the idea that somebody listens in, listens to Macy's part, and then fucks off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's a little bit unintentionally asshole. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't think you. I just love the idea that if like, any well, of you guys are still here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I wouldn't blame you. Hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, so in a more mundane, <laughs> mundane sense, onions a superfood, or it's considered a superfood. They're good. packed with nutrients to fuel your body, but they're also uh, eaten for medical purposes, such as controlling blood sugar, fighting free radicals in the body, uh, less body. I heard Voice that. Just said, Jesus, I'm, I think I'm losing it. Um. <clears throat> It lessens inflammation in the body. It's good for your oral health and toothaches. Again, I'm seeing that, but I'm not. A lot of the times they'll say, oh, it's good because it has this 300 year long word chemical in it that is good for your teeth. But I couldn't like quite find that. So I don't know. It'll warm Um, your teeth. It'll warm your liver and your teeth. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Oral health and toothaches. And it'll even help with respiratory issues, uh, as they have long been at-home treatments for coughs, b- bronchial infections, things of that nature. You can eat them pretty much any way that you want. Even the greens, like the tops of them are just oh, chock yeah, full of vitamin A, good. onion, onion greens, baby. Um, I'm just a fan of greens. You can eat them raw. Me too. You can eat them boiled. Now, this part of particular, I'm talking about the actual onion. You can eat it raw. You can eat it boiled. Fried? Dude, do we even need to talk about a blue no, onion? No, yeah, that's that's just a given. <sighs> baked, which, by the way, just a baked onion. Oh, and then delicious. you just eat it. It's fucking good. It's like when you put it with a roast. Like if you do like the <sighs> potatoes and the carrots, but also like just do big. I like to do giant fucking chunks of onion in there. And they yeah. sweet and delicious. Yeah. yeah and also juice. Big fuck off pieces of onion. Put a little mm. crusty salt on it. Mm. Um, pickled, you can eat them pickled as well. And this next part is directly from Wikipedia. I did not change a word because it makes me super jelly and hungry. But they say, 
Onions pickled in vinegar are eaten as a snack around the world and as a side serving in pubs and in fish and chip shops throughout the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth. They are a part of traditional British pub, uh, the Plowman's Lunch, which I'm not familiar, but usually they're served with crusty bread and English cheese and ale. Why don't we have that here? I know, dude. I want crusty bread and onions and cheese and ale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit jelly. A plowman's lunch. Plow. That means plowman. All right. So anyway, uh, as stated before, there are different kinds of onions. You've got your sweet onion, your red onion, your white, your yellow. Sometimes there's different names for each. I've heard the red onion. Um, I'm losing my voice. I'm sorry. It's allergies, dude. It's happened. I've not been able to oh. sing for days. Man, it's just like I'll try, and my voice will just. Just rasp really? out. Yeah, it's just all the pollen. Mm. Mine goes like an octave deeper than it usually does, which I kind of enjoy. Oh, sexy It's voice. like sick Phoebe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, red onions are sometimes called brown onions in certain parts of the world. Uh, I've also heard them referred to as like purple onions. Yeah, that's what I call them is purple onions. Purple, yeah, that's what I'll usually. Um, uh, sweet onions and yellow onions, I will always get confused because they're both yellow. However... Yeah, I, I rope in that like all sweet or like sweet vidalias and yellow are the same. And it's yeah. wrong because sometimes a yellow onion will burn your eyeballs out oh, yeah, and man. be so spicy. Yeah, not not even compare. But I, I'll just take that chance. I'll trust whatever mm. they write on the grocery thing. But sweet onions are best for frying onion rings and roasted vegetables. Oh, onion rings. God. Oh, I want some onion rings so bad. But like those big fat yeah. kind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Red are best eaten raw, pickled, or in guacamole. Yeah, they're good in pico. They're my favorite, mm. like pico and ceviche onion. I am not a fan of pico because I don't like tomatoes, but I like on uh, guacamole. But I like onions. <laughs> but I like guacamole, dude, with a good chunk, a good sliver of oh, red yeah. onion. Uh, white onions are fantastic in salsas, stir fries. Uh, they are also the crunchiest that I, I, I read. Oh, there you go. Crunchiest. Yellow. <laughs> I don't know how you do that with your mouth. What am I like? Crunchiest? Yeah, it is your bottom lip. I don't know how it does that. <laughs> I have an extremely expressive, like, lower part of my you face. You do. It's amazing. It's gross. My mom, <laughs> sometimes when something really grosses me out and I make that face, my mom's like, quit doing that old man face. <laughs> and I won't even know that I'm doing it. Um... Okay, uh, let's see. White, uh, yellow onions are best all around. Your all around useful onion. It's really good paired with meats, sauces, and soups. All of that information was from a GIF that, or a GIF, uh, not a GIF, a a JPEG that I saw floating around with no sources. And the best, uh, the best source I could come up with was Nine Gag. So take that. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Great. Refer to our mm-hmm. disclaimer. Oh boy. However, I do feel like that rings true as far as the um and, and that was kind of echoed in every other thing that I saw. I looked at I agree with most of that. Oh like, yeah. This is the, not where uh, I'd put things. This got me really wanting onion stuff, so I've been looking into onion, you know, recipes. Do you cook lately. with onions very often? I do cook with onions. I cook I with onions too. a lot, actually. Yeah. It's probably it's actually probably like the number one like vegetable that we use. We also do a lot of Brussels sprouts, but um, when I run out of onion, I start cuz it's like the base seasoner for all of yeah. my dishes. I use about like one onion per meal if well, it's there's like, like a dinner. 
almost nothing that you can't use onion in. Put it yeah. in, a, in a fucking omelet. Delicious. Delicious. Put it on a sandwich for lunch. Delicious. Yeah, they go uh, anywhere. Oh, yeah. We go. Uh, yeah. Um, this is making me want onions. I know. I want it really bad. Uh, apparently, if you boil the skins of onions, uh, they make dye, a natural dye. Yeah. Depending on the color of the skins, I guess, but most commonly, I saw that it would, it's closest described as like a brown, orange brown color, right? Yeah. So if you're looking for a natural dye and you want an orangey brown, there you go. Boil you some skins. And I would be remiss if I did not talk about the uh, little bastard's ability to make you cry like a bebe. Yeah. Uh, it will change from person to person. However, I, as an individual, am so sensitive to onions. Yeah, it, it, it I don't know where, where I am on that. Oh. Like, because I, I sometimes I be I'll cut one and it will trash me, dude, for like twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah, and then sometimes it's like not bad at all, but when it hits, it hits hard, and I'm like hard. swollen shut. And you can't do anything because you're Mm-mm. just watering from your eyes, and you can't see anything, and it's awful. Mm-hmm. Makes you cough, dude. I am so so sensitive, and if I can find somebody else to cut them for me, I will. Uh, but I will probably still be like two rooms away being affected by it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's caused, that effect is caused by the release of chemicals that, of you know, of course, it's meant to be a, de- a deterrence or a mm-hmm. defense. Um, you can actually build up immunity over time. So the more you expose yourself, the more you cut onions, the more um, you're around that, the less sensitive you will become. I'm not sure I want to put that work in, dude. Uh, there are yeah. all kinds of methods that people swear by, you know, like soaking the onions in cold water before you cut them, refrigerate them for a few hours before you cut them, leaving the root intact. Uh, but my favorite is just to put a fan behind you and just blow Just keep the air, the air circulating. Yeah. yeah. And I've never thought about that. I'm just kind of blast it away until you're done cutting the onion and you'll be fine. Um, I mean, I guess if you're super, super dope, you can uh, get yourself a pair of protective eye goggles. Whoa. Just just for cutting onions. You could trick them out. Yeah, man. You can like write, you can give them a name and like write it down the earpiece. Yeah. You know? You're like the onion pulverizer. Oh. No more tears, Johnson Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, but let's see. The, the big brains do- over there at the New Zealand Institute have gone ahead and just take taken care of this for you. And they created the No Tears Onion through genetic modification. So yay, science. And on another note. But does it, is it going to smell as good as I want it to? Is it going to have that pungent aroma? I'm not sure. But apparently they were able to kind of breed out or otherwise modify it to where the actual offensive chemical like the thing that burns you yeah through your olfactory whatever whatever like they took that part out so i'd imagine it's still beautifully delicious if you've ever had a, a no tears onion let us know i no tears onion no tears uh i don't know if it's only something they have created or if this is actually something you can get your hands on i'm, I'm not i'm not i'm not sure let us know on another note, apparently the offensive onion gas or even ground onions, uh, it's been suggested by some to use this as home intruder hindrance. Wow. Which cracks 
me up because I know on some level they mean taking that chemical and maybe using it like a pepper spray. Yeah, yeah, but I was just my or, brain went to just hanging stacks of onions and bags of onion until you walk in and you're just like, oh fuck, and your eyes burn. <laughs> you're like, I can't rob this house; it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck it. I, my brain went to like Dale Gribble where he like has his pocket sand and he like throws it in the eyes of people. You just like throw onion powder, onion powder. <laughs> They just, ouch, that mildly hurts. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so jump into the metaphys with me. The obvious conclusion, knowing what we know about Onion now, is uh, protection work or offensive work. So, or even like curses, you know, you can go hard. Much how you take uh, thorns out of roses or nails or pointy things. This kind of like carries the same energy, but instead of like poking Harming, harming the body. This goes for the eyes, as it were. Gaseous. It's a yeah. It's a it's a chemical warfare. What am I looking for? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, This chemical warfare. (laughs) So fucking hard. Oh, go hard with onions. Onions go hard, dude. Mm. This can be achieved in many ways, but popular uses include, and I'm talking here about protection of your home, uh, hanging onion braids, which I love the look of an onion braid. It's beautiful Mm. and rustic. Uh, You can cook with onions frequently, at least once a day, if you can, to absorb, to get that, to get that protection power. Uh, growing them by the entrances of your home or even uh, cutting one in half and placing them in the the areas of your home that you want protected. So the less known uses. Spirit work. Caught my eye. I was very surprised to see spirit work. Uh, But the more I thought about it, the more it made sense to me. If these things have been around for as long as they have been, and they've been so widely used and so important in a lot of cultures Mm -hmm. and, and very just kind of ingrained it's just something we have uh then perhaps it's something familiar for a spirit to kind of latch on to or to mm-hmm. have as an offering i i don't know i think of it as like the pungency of an onion is so strong it just punches through the veil and like grabs the attention of yeah yeah and it's just like hey 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 that's very odiferous um, it's odiferous enough to like break down space and time yeah uh <laughs> so spirit work they're still used in healing today um still being made into those things that'll take the pain and sickness and illness or otherwise you know absorbing it uh it also poppets a lot of people choose to carve their poppets out of onion especially if you're using it in a more offensive way like yeah. maybe you're going to try to keep someone away or or sense. something a little more a little more hard than say making a poppet out of a potato because to me making a poppet out of a potato which was the first poppet i ever made um i made it to someone i was feeding it to and it was all very good things and i feel like that's sort of the intent i would use it for Mm. it's like carve somebody because they're sick and i'm gonna make them like a potato soup and then they Mm. will then consume this and it you know but if you're looking to like get a bitch out of your life maybe make a poppet out of onions uh and because of the way that onion seems to grow and spread super quickly. It's one of those that you can almost like grow faster than you can plant kind of things. Uh, they have a reputation for, for lustiness and sexual oh. virility. Uh, particularly the purple slash red onions, making them a staple in fertility spells and of course, sex magic. There it is, so, the man. 
like that a is, salsa. A salsa I was gonna will say, get you moving. That is uh, one more ingredient down in this sexy sauce slash salsa slash red sauce that we've been building over the past few episodes. Wow. And that's the onion. Well, look at that, man. Look at, look at it. Look at it right in his little onion eye. Look at my onion. <laughs> <laughs> well... <clears throat> my goodness yeah this whole episode had me really 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 wanting some um something oniony i don't know what maybe a good salsa i might try to go in there and make my like try my hand at a red sauce tonight oh but i don't know if i have all the stuff for it so i might gonna get weird i might get weird i don't yeah. have a lot of stuff oh i see what you mean yeah. huh? like <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah I might get weird yeah i might get kind of freaky <laughs> uh however we're short on ingredients, so I might just end up having to make some regular old review footage. Nicely done again. You're you're on it lately with the the transitions. <laughs> this one is <laughs> this one comes oh. to us from a girl with a camera. Oh, a girl with a camera entitled this found randomly, which I love. Perfect. I'm glad you did. My new favorite podcast, The Energy is Infectious. I listen on my commute and it keeps me entertained. Thank you, a girl with a camera. A girl with a camera. I'm glad that you randomly found us. Can you imagine finding us randomly, dude? No. I don't know (laughs) if I would stay. I don't think at all. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's, that's good stuff, Mace. That's good stuff. Tell them. Tell the people. Where can they send us one email? You can send us one email, limit one email, admit one email. <laughs> I'm kidding. You can send however many emails you want, but you can at least send one to wbhpodcast at gmail.com. I'm just waiting for the day where somebody's like, fuck y'all, and starts just sending us, you know, like in Shawshank Redemption, where he sends the letter every day and mm-hmm. eventually just wears them down. Mm-hmm. I, they're going to Shawshank us. They're going to just keep sending us. An email every day. Every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah. have an Instagram that we've really got to do something I with, know. man. We didn't even put up our cake by the ocean picture. Uh, well, uh, hold on. I'll, I'm on it. <laughs> Check out that cake by the ocean at Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. We have a tweeter where you can tweet at us. You're really into the British accent lately. Dude, I can't stop. I'm doing it a lot. I know. I know. It's a problem because I don't know when I'm doing it. I'm very sorry for anyone that has to listen to me. I I gotta stop. It's a real problem in my life. (laughs) And the thing is, is I'm not even fucking good at it. It would be different if I was like, Oh, that's immaculate, but it's not. I mean, it's good, I feel like, in the, the, the caricature sense. Like, you know, like the... Mm, like uh, <laughs> what every American thinks British people sound like. I suppose sure. maybe so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like when anybody who's not Southern does a Southern accent, and they're always doing All like right, howdy cowboy. Yeah, I just sound like Arthur Morgan. <laughs> Get out of the damn way! Um... <laughs> Okay, Jesus Christ. We have a Twitter, at Bitch Hour. Macy, tell them about the Facebook. You can come over to Facebook and join the coven. Join the Patreon coven if you're a patron. You can do all mm. that. Mm. Facebook.com. You search which Bitch Amateur Hour or Witch Amateur Hour. That's the at handle one that we have. Yeah. because and 
you know, as we, as we used to say, no, bitch, on Facebook. No, we also used to say, Facebook. come eat with us on, on Facebook. Uh, whatever you do, come over and make sure that you use stanky asshole a lot so everything gets flagged as <laughs> people come. going to shut the group down. The coven <laughs> is going to get shut down because of stanky asshole. Because people won't stop saying stanky asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We have a Patreon chock full of all kinds of extra goodies, bonus content. We do two extra mm-hmm. episodes a month for certain tiers. We do um, Facebook Lives for certain tiers. We do, what else do we do? Spells, videos, vlogs, and blogs. All kinds of shit. Laser and Rocco live there. They do. <laughs> they absolutely do. That's their only home. That's their permanent uh, residence. <laughs> Patreon.com slash, no, yes, slash WPH podcast and we have a PO box PO box there you go again god damn it thank you for calling me on it PO box 865 Canton <laughs> Texas 75103 uh-huh good save with the Texas slash some country three 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 I remember that's right you're a Texan I forgot <laughs> I thought- <laughs> in case in case y'all fucking forgot I'm actually uh. guess what Tricked you. I'm not British. (laughs) (laughs) Tricked you. Got you. Oh, wow. I'm going to leave this room and go eat an onion raw. Go the whole thing just like an apple. Mm -hmm. Have you ever done that? Can't say that I have. Me neither. Never done that. Yeah. We can leave knowing at least the other one of us has never done that before. And feel better about that's life comforting. somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to know that. The day that happens, we're in for some real shit. <laughs> yeah. It's over. It's all over. That's the a spell. Waba dies. Yeah, we've manifested it when we want to end Waba. We just eat all <laughs> the onion. <laughs> we get upset. We have to talk each other down. Like, don't, don't, don't eat don't, the onion, don't dude. Take a bite out of that onion. <laughs> Warm liver, warmed teeth, clear eyes, can't lose. Wasn't that in like some football movie? I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. Even, <laughs> I swear, it's like Friday Night Lights or something. Somebody says something about clear eyes, full bellies, can't stop or something. <laughs> okay, fuck it.